All right, guys, you're listening to the first episode of the second season of Prissy's Prime. This time, I have an amazing co-host with me. And for you guys who have seen my fourth episode of my first season, you should know that it's Kayla. Kayla Marie is an amazing person. Seriously, that episode that we had, had the most traffic, had the most likes, had just the most constructive criticism. Everybody loved that episode. And people just loved me and Kayla's chemistry that I decided to have her on for more. And we have some amazing guests coming up for you guys these next few episodes starting with our first one tonight our first guest is going to be griffin griffin is currently a senior attending parsons fashion design school and if griffin you could introduce yourself a little bit more that would be amazing so hey guys my name's griffin and i go to parsons i'm a senior i study fashion design and entrepreneurship so right now i'm kind of just working on my senior thesis your senior showcase whatever you want to call it um kind of like my debut collection in a sense so just getting all that done I'm excited to be here thanks for having me of course and I'm such a fucking asshole Kayla I forgot to even have you introduce yourself to (laughs) (laughs) the fuck it's fine (laughs) what's popping baby ladies and germs (laughs) (laughs) so thank you the fucking caterpillar from a bug's life Oh, I can't. Yeah, Kayla has like this. Her background is just like a bunch of wet grass. So, and she's like a striped shirt on. So, yeah, ca- straight caterpillar the hat, vibes. Like, makes it. Yes. Yes. It's, um, yes. <laughs> it that was the does. vibe. Uh, thank you both for coming on so much. So, our topic of discussion today is first we're going to get into Griffin, more of like who he is, why he got into fashion, what his, um, clothing I would say clothing line that he's creating is about and then we're going to get more into just the topic of clothing and how um today it like fights gender norms even back then it has but that's a conversation for later Griffin I remember me and you discussed um the your clothing that you've been creating a little bit and you said I believe that um it relates to the topic of sex so -hmm. would you like to like discuss that a little bit more yeah so I don't know why like it sounds kind of weird I guess but I've always just been like so interested in sex like even from the youngest age and not even necessarily just wanting to like have sex or like be a slow like not like that but just literally like what it was or everything about it and even like just from like a more of like an art standpoint and all that or like the body and genitalia and all that kind of stuff so I kind of went into school with this interest and in doing a lot of sex related art and fashion and I was really into sort of shock value which is something that was like apparent in that kind of themes um so that's how I kind of got started with it and kind of just seeing like how far I could push something and how much of a shock I can make and kind of just going like boss the wall extreme with it and then I'd say maybe halfway through is when I started looking more at like the sex work industry versus just like mm-hmm. sex related art from my own like vision or standpoint um because I started pole dancing and I started meeting a lot more sex workers I even got like hired to be like a go-go dancer before the pandemic hit and oh, wow. I yeah. just kind of got a lot more interested in that world and I started doing more work in collaboration with sex workers specifically like strippers and would do like all my clothing in school like more like stripper wear in collaboration with them which was really interesting because 
that got like so much backlash from professors or stuff or even like students like just being like this isn't fashion or like this is trashy this is like disrespectful to a woman I'm like but that's just for like what your what fashion's been for years and it doesn't cater to so many other people like Mm. right um, exactly I think it's interesting that your own professors would say that because like they're teaching their students fashion and like you should know the norms of fashion today as a as a fashion professor you know what I'm saying yeah definitely it was like I remember specifically my junior year when that's when I really started doing like stripper wear and like working it was much more like versus pushing like design or like fashion in a sense was more just collaborating with strippers and making stripper wear that was like comfortable and right for them on their job but still to up to a standard of like the looks and aesthetics of it like this has to be cute and I just remember the one but it being like this is so offensive like this isn't fashion no one's gonna want to buy this like I was That's like no, you don't want to buy it like you're a fucking like prude all tied up in a turtleneck like this isn't for you like, <laughs> period I don't expect you to wear a blinged out thong like <laughs> yeah of course like but if you I, want to be my guest, like we don't judge. Yeah, of course. Like exactly. That's that's very bizarre to me. Like that your own professor would say something like that to you. Like you're creating content for a certain audience, and for them to just like bash you like that is like fucked up in my opinion. Like sex work is real. Strippers are real. Like they need right. their they need their own clothing as well. So for them to just mm-hmm. like disregard that industry and their clothing yeah. is like it says a lot and it's it's screwed up yeah so, and i think i fuck also... with the fact you collab with them though that's sick Thank yeah you. i love that yeah. so much i definitely yeah. want to hear a little more about that but finish what you were saying you know it's just, it's just like i said i feel like i learned a lot more during that period of working really on like stripperware and i think even like with we all know like fashion and body and the kind of like stigmas or bad stuff in the fashion world with like body and image and I feel like I saw it so much more then because it was like I remember it was like we were presenting work like physical garments and the professor was telling people to bring in um like oh like you could bring like real life models like to show your work on and this is that same semester with the one who was saying all that stuff about it and she looked at me and she's like well maybe not you Griff like maybe you shouldn't bring a real person in the fuck? Oh my like, gosh. Like, who wants to see like something like that on like those body pets I'm like I was like what like where like I literally was so just like taken aback like that's, in- like that's like that's actually insane that like I'm I'm just like that's that's crazy I have like no words for that like Kayla what's your opinion on that I mean I all around just think it's fucked up I think it all together like um the way people dehumanize like sex workers and people that do that kind of work they they treat them like they're not people and that it's not a profession when it in fact is so I think that's wrong and then also like to you know body shame other people I mean as a plus size person I already have a hard ass time like finding things that fit me that doesn't look like my grandmother's fucking tablecloth (laughs) <laughs> like I want to look I want to go outside and I want to look like a whore like I want my titties out like I'm trying to fucking it's a mm-hmm. hot girl summer like I'm not trying to be in a potato sack for Walmart like no Period. fuck that and for the record I was um a go-go dancer and um 
It was oh fucking gosh. sick. And the outfits were fire. It, the only thing I wish is I wish they made bigger boob things because that was not mm-hmm. rocking with me. Wow. Well, not rocking. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so Griffin, tell us more about. So you said that you got hired, but did you not go through with the job because of COVID? Mm. Yeah, basically, literally, it was like, I think I got the offer email that like first week of March. Oh, so wow. It was just kind of like, and like I submitted my documents and then there was like one event, but I like couldn't work it. And then so that's like away. I was like away for that first event. I was like, I'll do the next one. And then literally it's like when I got back from my trip, I went like right into quarantine and then it was just like done from there. So that's insane. Yeah. I never actually got in the club. But <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. Well, that's like still really interesting that you like wanted to go into that um, job industry because yeah. it take. I personally think it takes a lot of balls to do that. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I really appreciate sex workers and strippers. Yeah. Like that's, you want to use your body like to help you out with like making money and just like for your own pleasure and that's amazing like there's a lot of like I know me for example like I wouldn't be able to do it because I'm too subconscious like I hate to say that about myself but it's true like I am so like for you to just like have that much confidence like I admire the shit out of you so I think though too it's also such like I mean it's different for everybody but for me it was like almost a lifesaver in a sense because Mm -hmm. like I got into it and stuff through finding pole dancing and I was so like I remember before I took my first pole dancing class I was like in such a bad depression so like I was like always self-conscious like never happy with my body like I dealt with so many eating disorders and stuff and Mm -hmm. like once I started like pole dancing is when I actually started gaining confidence myself and I still wasn't like at what I pictured as like oh that's like my dream body I don't think it's like I look the same but I like I got stronger like both physically and just like mentally and like something like that is almost like for me gave me more confidence and I was like yeah like I'm gonna fucking get up on this table and like fucking mm-hmm. underwear and like shake my ass in your face and hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> period it's like, to that. and it's like I think I just learned too that it's like as long as you put out confidence then everyone else is going to reciprocate it and like even if that's not how you truly feel if you just if you just continue to fake it eventually it'll become real you know what I mean yeah exactly so even at first when I wasn't feeling it if I was like I was so self-conscious the first time I like danced without a shirt off like you just pretend and own it and eventually it's just not even pretending at a certain point it's just like yeah, like yeah of, course. of course of oh, yeah. course i've seen your videos dude you're killing it <laughs> oh my god thank you that's awesome. i'm trying to get back into it now like i lost so much strength over like the past few months because i just been busy with thesis but i'm starting to dance again so nice oh, that's good. awesome oh yeah because you used to dance right didn't you used yeah to yeah i like went to a performing arts high school as a dance major just obviously not a pole dancing major it was like <laughs> right 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 stuff like that um but yeah so I've, I have a background in dance right so going back to um you like collabing with strippers to make clothing was there anybody that like like was there any strippers mm-hmm. that um you had like a crazy collab with or like any stories that stick out to you when you were doing um, that or still are I would say honestly nothing too too crazy just because 
like the height of like that and it was my junior year which was last year so it was like COVID obviously messed a lot of that up of course um but I would say my favorite is there's this one stripper out in Los Angeles her name is Diamond Abadi she's like a stripper and she like does like music now too and stuff and she's kind of like starting to blow up but I was just like always a fan of hers and then I sent her like a jacket I made just like for her to have and then we just like started talking and oh, she's so like, nice. she, like cash at me for it even though it was like a free thing she's like cash at me like something which was like obviously not expected but it was just like nice to see the recognition like no like you put in the work for that like I'm not just gonna of course like the something. fact that she valued valued your work that much that she was willing to Hell pay yeah. you like that says so much like I love that yeah so she's cool and then also they're not sex workers and I haven't like collaborated with them but early like my sophomore year I started talking to the Claremont twins if you've heard of them yeah I I did like a a drawing of them and they reposted it and ever from there I would like dm them they like post my stories or like I would like meet up with them at the club sometimes they'd be like oh my god you're the one that like these these designs on us blah 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 that's awesome stuff like that which even though like yeah, it's not like they're like wearing my clothes and posting it. To me, it's still just like a connection that. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah, that's amazing. Like that's that's so cool. I I love that for you. I just love hearing about like collabs my friends have with people, especially like people in an industry that like I it's like both those people you mentioned like obviously have a name for themselves. So for you to just mm-hmm. like even just like be in contact with them and like work work with them or like make them something like that's that's amazing I love that for you so yeah yeah. I feel like all my best memories honestly are literally from like internships and stuff versus like I know brands because like you said like I just feel like I meet so many cool people and hell yeah even though it's not something that's like my brand it's still just getting that networking and like talking to them and oh of course always all that good stuff yeah that was like a big thing in college like making as many connections as I can and networking is real as fuck yeah that's so true yeah so let's definitely dive into how clothing in general fights gender norms like Mm -hmm. I thought this was a really interesting topic to discuss I mean obviously I feel like Griffin will have some really great things to say about this considering he's just like always been into fashion and like sex industry and everything else and I also wanted to bring up the fact that like in my opinion, at least, it's a newer perspective for people to, like, consider things, like, masculine or feminine or, like, manly or whatever, but, like, really, like, just a hundred years ago, it wasn't even like that, like, and mm-hmm. they're even over, over the decades, like, we still had people who would cross-dress or wear whatever the hell they want, but, like, I feel like today, it's, like, people really don't give a shit like they'll just wear whatever they want um but yeah so griffin actually going back to your clothes like the clothing you make though is it unisex is it um is it for specifically mm-hmm. yeah so, so it's just her. my first like three years in school i'd say i mainly did what like you would define as women's wear um and i took like women's wear courses now my senior year i'm doing I, it started out more like menswear and now it's becoming more unisex. Um, and like I said, I feel like everything is for everyone. I like guess not like it is genderless, but 
the fact of the matter is that it's like it's still defined as such you know what I mean like as much right, as okay like as much as I don't think that something's like a man's or woman's garments it's just like still how it's run in the industry which will hopefully progress over time but it's like even at school it's like are you you have to take like menswear or women's wear or, like I'm in an all-gender course this year luckily so nice I don't like the fact that I think there's only one all-gender course out of the whole curriculum I was like really but no they need to expand on that yeah definitely but my, stuff, my stuff now is unisex I mean obviously I think it has some more what you would consider traditional like menswear silhouettes but there's still like there's, I have like some like, skirts and dresses and I have both male and female and non-binary models so it's for everybody hell yeah <laughs> yeah. love that. I fucking love you <laughs> dude I love like representation and shit it's so important right yeah. of course yeah um I was gonna actually mention like I just think it's dumb when people like put a label on certain types of clothing like I don't even like and Griffin said it perfectly like I try to make it genderless and like I feel like all clothing should be that way personally like mm-hmm. it just shouldn't matter what people are wearing like it's like little boys and girls think they need to be wearing certain not all of them you know it's based on their parents obviously but a lot of parents condition them to believe they're supposed to be wearing this certain type of clothing when like it shouldn't be that way like let them wear what interests them and like what the hell they want like I know if I ever had kids I would be like you can wear what you want like Mm -hmm. you're good you know I don't know how you guys feel about that I'm assuming you agree but oh I don't give a shit what my kid wears I mean, <laughs> I feel like fashion itself really is like all about expressing yourself. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like it should really matter. Yeah, it's of fucking cloth. Like, it's fucking cloth at the end of the day. It's so true. Yeah. Like you're literally just putting fabric on your body. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I mean, we all used to walk around butt ass naked. The only thing we had to tell each other apart was like our genitalia. I mean, I don't understand what the fuck the difference is. <laughs> No, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely get what you Clothing mean. is actually just a capitalistic scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. But like, honestly, it's true. Yeah. My friends yeah. all joke with me. They're like, you're going to have like a five-year-old and they're going to be in like a mesh bodysuit with like heels and like glitter chains. Oh I'm my like, gosh. Yeah, like, love that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Like, if you're a boy, girl, not binary, but like, let's just look cute, okay? Like, yeah, of yes. course. Period. No, I, I completely agree. Like, and that's and that's why I wanted to get more into like how it's a newer perspective for some people. Like, um, men used to wear skirts like forever ago, and now right. it's like looked down upon by like certain like people. Um, and then like in the early 1900s, for example, women started becoming sick of wearing like tight dresses and tight corsets and like everything else. And they wanted to wear more like loose clothing. Like they were tired of like um, the expected basically. So mm-hmm. it's, but, and it's like nowadays, like people still really give a shit what people wear. I feel like it's like this, like there's a lot of people, there's definitely a lot of people who don't, like I've met a lot of people who like don't care, but then there's some people that are just like, that's weird. Like, why are they wearing that? And it's Mm -hmm. just like, just, I just want, I wish people would just like get the fuck over it already. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's fucking stupid. I I love like androgynous people. Like androgynous people just serve like, the greatest fucking energy I've ever had the pleasure of 
being near mm-hmm. right <laughs> like it's just mm-hmm. so fucking like awesome and I think also like I'm a big fan of now the openness that people are coming forward with like being with themselves whether they're like a woman or um a man non-binary whatever just expressing themselves like despite being feminine or masculine like I love that shit like all all these like men wearing skirts and dresses and and fucking getting manicures like yes yes get that gel manicure please and that's what but that okay but the thing with manicures it's like there's still people who look at that as like a feminine thing and it's like bitch that's hygiene literally like what the fuck <laughs> like getting your literally. nails done like that's literally just hygiene like uh i don't understand like it's like these labels and i'm like for what for who and it's so funny because the people that see that will always be like what are you like fucking gay or like there's the uh, just always talking shit look at prince look at prince that's a great that example man- Ooze yeah. sex appeal. He had mad biddies. Mad biddies. <laughs> yeah, if Pr- Prince could get it. Like he, oh God. Very talented man for sure. Yeah. That's I know. Rest very unfortunate that they pass. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Griffin, actually, I just thought of this question. Like, has I know you said your some of your professors like kind of shunned you down for your ideas and work, but like, is there anybody else that has as well? Um Honestly, I've been pretty lucky and have not dealt with it besides like those couple of professors. I definitely like kids in school would be like judgy about it and like talk shit, but that's just art school and fashion school in general. Like everyone's just a bitch. Like that's so, so weird to me like, though. I remember like... once even in like a research class when I like I was like, because I wanted to do my paper on like like sex work and its relation to fashion and all that. And um or the professor was like just like confused about it. I was like, well, like I like pull dance, like I have a go-go dancer and people like laughing and like, cl- like laughing in class. And I was like, I mean, I don't care because it's just like not me to like care what like they think. But I'm just like, yeah, of course. But I'm just like, it's just funny because like everybody wants to like promote stuff that's inspired by like the sex industry. Um, but then when it comes to like real sex workers in the sex industry, they act like it's some like taboo topic still mm-hmm. so especially true especially like so true. when like when like walk came out and stuff and it was like mm-hmm. the oh, way that bop. song blew up and yeah it's a bop and like like I love that song it's nothing against that song but the fact that it was like received so much like recognition and hype and people were like this is groundbreaking blah 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 and I'm like hello like what about like the people who really are like like founding this and inspiration behind it and like how you're just not gonna like care about sex workers or act like working in the sex industry is like Girl, Ben Shapiro had right field day with that one. Oh my god, that video was stupid. <laughs> like, I love my That's wife, so but it really it, <laughs> it really is ironic though because like those same it's like I feel like those same people that are like WAP is a bop, they're the ones laughing because you <laughs> said that um you're interested in sex work. You know what I mean? Right. Or like you're really like passionate about that topic. And it's like make it make sense. Like you're supporting mm-hmm. something that relates to that basically. And then when it's like somebody you know or just like somebody you go to school with that like discusses it or like is passionate about it, you're like taken a taken back and it it just like doesn't make sense it doesn't correlate so right. I feel like as a society we've made like we've made a lot of progress in accepting like sex and like so like with like ge- with like 
genders and different sexualities and kind of like just embracing like all that and like the body and like it's great that we're making that progress but I feel like we have to start making progress with what's kind of like the backbone of that in a sense of like the sex industry and it's like Mm-hmm. for example it's like everybody watches porn like I'm not gonna tell me you don't watch porn like bye Just like, <laughs> you know what I mean like everybody's at least at least watched maybe you don't actively but, like everyone's at least watched porn and it's like right you can't just sit there, like openly watch porn and like beat off to it every night, but then be like, "Oh my god!" Like, just and then pass judgment star, on like, others, right? Yeah. Like an actor, some like low light. It's like that porn star probably is a lot more going for them than you do, sweetie. Like literally, like together. yeah. It's people just don't think it's like you're supporting something, but then you like are making fun of it in the same sense. It's like they don't even realize it that they're doing that, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it like ironic, I guess. Right. So. Yeah, the porn the porn industry is another big thing that ties into sex industry. Like, um, I feel like porn is like interesting to me. I mean, I've never heavily watched it. Um, like I have, obviously. Like I'm not gonna be right. like, oh, I don't watch. Like porn. All, we've all like seen it at least once. Twice. Yeah, like I've watched it like a few times here and there. Um, the only thing that throws me off about it is like when certain content is about like like underage people and like right. um like, yeah like um, I think just, it could like, get weird, tricky with that too like just yeah, like weird shit strange. like some of it like don't get me wrong like some of it is great like some of it is like good content and you know people are making their make your fucking money I'm here to support like but then there's also like certain content that like really throws me off so that's why I'm like kind of iffy about the porn industry obviously support the people that like do it for a living and like are of age and like all this shit but yeah absolutely um, I mean there was even shit did you guys ever hear about like what happened with Pornhub with like apparently yeah yeah, like the the underage people right yeah and yeah like just like pedophilia kind of shit so like now like I don't use that site anymore I Um, think that they did a thing where they like they wiped like over a million videos or something and I think that now they're only allowed to post verified content whereas before it was like anyone could upload I could be speaking wrong I don't know all the details I think it had like there's some new like it's like a lot stricter now or something because yeah there was that whole thing with that went down yeah it's like crazy to me I think that's what kind of makes me um a little more geared towards like people who I guess call it amateur porn but like people that record themselves, like people in relationships or they aren't in relationships, but they record themselves. Right. And I know they're both like of legal age and, you know, I don't have right. to worry that like I'm watching some weird shit where something I don't know is going on. Like, I don't know. That just freaks me out. Cause I mean, there's so many people that are like trafficked and yeah. Plus with like the only fans or like any other kind of way you're promoting someone that's like doing it themselves. Like you said, you right. know what's going on. Oh yeah. It's like a small directly. business. Yeah, like directly supporting that person versus like a big porn company or whatever. I yeah, think I will say. Oh sorry. no, go ahead, Pris. I was just <laughs> all I was gonna say was I think it's good that Pornhub made that move, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. But continue. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say in regards to like OnlyFans, I like OnlyFans. I think it's great. Like I'll always, you know, oh, of course. checking out some shit, you know, <laughs> help out here and there. But um, <laughs> I think what's like crazy to me is what the fuck is up with like all these A-list celebrities 
like signing up for OnlyFans. I've noticed it's just that. crazy because it's like it's like yeah. you already have so much fucking money. It's like, so what else do you need to do? Or they like get on YouTube and now they want to like profit off that. Like, I'm just like, what? Like Bella, don't Thorne. you have enough money? And she mm-hmm. fucked it up for so many seconds. I was gonna say she, she ruined did. it for everybody else. She that ruined that shit. It. Like I don't know what she was. That's what I'm saying with any famous person. Like even um bad bad baby or whatever. We'll get into her in a moment. But, I don't um, know how I feel about all that. But shit. um, <laughs> like when I heard Bella Thorne made an account instantly, I was like, for what? Like why? Like look she has she's set for life already it's like why are you like okay so it's one thing because i know like i know like cardi b has it but i don't know i don't know what kind of content she posts i think she just does it so like she can post certain content that like only fans who want to pay see but it's also mm -hmm. like i don't know behind the scenes type shit but back to like bella thorne like you're right like she did ruin it for like a lot of sex workers and or just pe- people on only people with only fans accounts in general and it's like it was just a very selfish move of her and like mm-hmm. with bad baby like that shit is disgusting Bro, not her it, making an account what's disgusting no, is all it, the people who subscribe to her the like amount yes, of yeah. money this bitch made wasn't yeah. it like a million in six minutes or something it was like something it was like, like that 10 yeah million dollars she made that's disgusting that's that's so bad like i just i I don't i don't fuck with that it's like girl like you well okay so first first like talking about how she made one like i don't know why like girl like i just didn't think you need to like how you have so much money like dr phil set your ass up for life girl like (laughs) and it's like also also it's just bizarre to me like how many people actually subscribe to her shit like as soon as she turned 18 like that's yeah that's fucking nuts man that's also it's like what do you even expect her to post like not that she should be posting like porn of herself because it's just like you said she's like freshly 18 that's not right but like what do you expect she's gonna post that you're so like ready to subscribe the second she had like i just don't see her posting anything necessarily like worth paying for in a sense i mean i think all these celebrities make them and it's like just their insert like different versions of their instagram posts and it's like right for what it's like just find something else no yeah i completely agree um that was a good that was a good um topic that you brought up kayla because it's true like leave that shit for people who like actually need the money and like obviously like only fans like blew the fuck up last year because of covid and like i was gonna say well as it should have because people couldn't find jobs like there were so many people who didn't have jobs and like you know, a lot of people took it upon themselves to make an OnlyFans, and Max, that is so totally okay. To like, people. no, I really do too. Like, I really do respect anybody that does it because, like, once again, back to what I was talking about before. Like, you're, I admire your confidence. I admire that, like, you're willing to put out content like that. Like, you admire, you know, like, I just really, mm-hmm. I, I admire it a lot. And um, just for celebrities to go in and do that shit and like just take away from other people, just yeah, it's not right in my opinion. That's just how and I, I think that it, them going on it plays into the whole thing I was saying before of how like society's accepting sex and sex aesthetics, but not like yes. the workers and people in it, and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. just plays into that. And even like with Instagram, something where going on like for the last few months where they've just been nailing down on censoring 
like sex workers and it won't even yeah. be like it yeah. won't be nudity like literally like pulled like I've had like pole dancing like videos and stories get like taken down so it goes against community guidelines but mm-hmm. then it's like wow. if like Cardi B or some other celebrity posts the same exact thing it's like celebrated and it's like I'm not trying to say she can't do it. like I mean she was a stripper for crying out loud like it's something against them but it's the fact that like why are you not censoring these people and like promoting it and we're hyping it up but other people who are doing this for a living and just trying to like promote themselves and like make a living it's like they're getting censored but they're not even showing stuff that's like not against you know what I mean like they're not showing nudity or anything like that like of course no yeah you're exactly no, you're exactly right. I com- I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, it's, I don't know, it's just like they, yeah. it's like they want to pick like who can release what and it's mm-hmm. fucked up. Like it shouldn't, even on TikTok, I've noticed it too. I mean, like obviously you can't, TikTok, I feel like TikTok is more like on that shit, but I've also seen content like, I think it was, I if I remember correctly, like I think it was Lizzo, like she posted something. Oh, I was about to bring her up and- too it got taken down but like you have these like tiktok famous people who are like a fourth of hers or like Mm -hmm. half their size half her size and like their content is still up it's like Mm -hmm. it's like who are you who are you allowing to put out content who are you not like it's just like weird to me so yeah, yeah pick and choose pick and choose yeah no it okay. is totally and it's screwed up like it's i don't know it's just like a whole bunch of fucking bullshit i guess mm-hmm. i was yeah. gonna bring up tiktok when you we were talking about like gender norms and fashion before and because i oh, saw yeah? this i saw this tiktok today and it was it was funny it was like guys that wear like that wear dresses and painted nails on tiktok for likes of the same ones that like bullied the gay kids in high school and i was like <laughs> oh my god literally though <laughs> it's so true though like it really is it really so is i like really that. said the for you page <laughs> that reminds me i'm trying to think of i can't remember i really wish i could remember who it was right now but this guy um did a photo shoot like this like famous guy I can't remember who but like he did like a photo shoot for a magazine and they had him like in a skirt and he like posted on Instagram and was like he was saying like toxic masculinity has to come to an end but like people were like yo you literally were just showing your toxic masculinity for like the last like five ten years like and now because you think that you could become this like child poster for dismantling toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. like just fuck off I want to remember I can't remember who it is but I forget who someone one of my friends like posted about it and I was like fuck this guy like you just you might as well just like not even say anything at that point or like try to like take a stand because people like know how how you were like acted just a few months ago I don't Mm -hmm. know so. I feel like it's the same thing with the with like the sex workers of like not showing them but showing like the celebrities inspired by it's like I think like yeah. anytime I see like men like pushing boundaries or doing something that's more like quote-unquote feminine it's always someone just doing it like for the hyper pose it's not someone who's like genuinely coming from that and has dealt with like the real life struggle of like having to go out in like our society and like face what anybody would do to them for that like no yeah totally mm-hmm definitely yeah really great discussion we're having here guys i'm really loving it right now i'm just like <laughs> why, this is great why did you say it like you didn't believe it 
<laughs> Look, it's been a long day, okay? I'm fucking beat. It really has. And for anyone who's shit. listening, actually, um, the reason why I haven't made an episode in two months is because I just like went through like three jobs and um now I'm finally like settled in and like Kayla and I are gonna be like I was there for all of them. Yes. <laughs> Kayla and I are gonna be popping these episodes out like babies. So but don't worry, we're we're never getting pregnant. So you're good. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> The only thing I'm gonna be doing is popping this pussy, beach. Yeah, heard, heard, heard. hot girl summer. Yeah, for real, for real. Honestly, hot girl, hot boy, hot they them summer. Period. No. Oh, that's totally. Shout out all my himbos totally. and bimbos and thembos. Griffin, going along the like your passion for the sex industry. Is there anything else you wanted to like bring up that you think more people like? Like, like relating it to clothing too as well like is there anything else that like mm-hmm. comes to mind that you feel like people should know more about or like you think isn't discussed enough I think that people just need to be more like open-minded with stuff and like I get everybody has their own boundaries or what they're into and like I'm not trying to tell everyone like you need to fucking just like eat sex like, if it's, <laughs> like, like if sex isn't your thing if you're not into that like that's totally fine like and also like something that a lot of people kind of find about me is like I'm actually very like I'm like um Catholic and very religious <laughs> but okay. I'm still so, and it's like I think a lot of people are like you can't do that but then like like strippers and sex I'm like yes I can not true yes you can like, yes I can, you can do what I want like Jesus loved Mary Magdalene like let's not but I think it's just like but there are people obviously who are very not in sex and I'm not trying to shove sex and penises down everyone's throat but just be open-minded and don't knock someone else for what they do or what they're interested in like yeah you couldn't have said it any more perfect it's it's definitely true like I just think people need to like leave other people the hell alone let them do what they want Mm -hmm. it's their life you're just living in it um Mm -hmm. if they want to go into the sex industry like just fucking let them why why does that concern you at all whatsoever Mm -hmm. and relating back to clothing people should just wear whatever the hell they want be whoever the hell they want um and griffin i think it's absolutely amazing that you're making this type of clothing because it in my opinion breaks a social barrier because like even just alone you said like some of your professors have issues with like what you're trying to make and create and um, I know there's definitely people out there that would have an issue with it as well. So for you to just be like, fuck those people, I'm going to do what I want. Like, Hell that's, yeah. that's a, I, I admire that about you. And I think it's great. And I really can't wait to see like where your work goes from here. So thank you. That's rad I'm excited fuck. for, I'm supposed to, I have my collections like 80% done now. So it's like some piece in production, but I'm shooting it at the end of this month. And then hopefully like oh, May, I'll debut everything online so it's a little different this time around it's actually like I kept my same like theme of sex as always but I feel like I took everything I've learned from the past three years like working with this topic and have made like a new vision with it and completely like 180 what I've done in the past and it's almost for like like everyone wants to knock me and be like he can only make thongs or like do this this that I'm like okay so like I've posted like barely any process or like work I'm like I'm just gonna debut my shit to show you guys. Like, none of them are gonna see it. What see it coming? It's like completely 180. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea. Yeah, that's a really great idea. Totally, totally. Make a thong, bitch. Like, here's here's a wardrobe. Here's a wardrobe. No, period. And I'm super hyped to see it. I, I just from like knowing you, like 
I know you're going to create like amazing content. You've always been a very creative person since I've known you. Yeah, of course. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited to see. I just want to say too that I met Priscilla at a concert because she helped me get closer to the stage. Like, (laughs) this is how I met her. Yo, I forgot to bring up how we know each other. Bye. I love that for you. Let me Wait, you. I was gonna tell this story quick. No, no, you tell the story. You tell it. You tell it. I okay. need to hear the story, or I'm not so gonna be basically, able to tonight. This is a lot. Like I was a freshman in high school. Like I'm a senior in college now. So this was like eight, nine years ago, I guess. And Jesus it was like Christ. Lord was going. That's like when Lord was big, and she was going on tour. And so I forget if I commented, you commented, but like one of us commented how we were like going to be at the New York show, like on her post. It was me. Yeah. It was you. you post, and then I yeah. like, I either replied to you or like DM'd you. And I was like, oh, I'm going to. Yeah. And you like started like the vibes. Like, meet up. Yeah. So then I get there with my friend and you were with your friend. His name is Chris, right? Yeah. That's with my friend. And so I texted her and it's like, oh, like, hey, we just got here. But I got there like a little bit later and we were like, probably like, it was like GA, but it was probably equivalent to like. We were back. I was like sixtieth row. So we to. many people there. Yeah. It was crazy. And you were close. Like you were only yeah. like a few rows from the stage. So you were like, okay, like I'm gonna put up a peace sign. Like look for it and just kind of like, <laughs> okay. So me and my friend are just like pushing through like sixty rows of people. And I'm like, that's my <laughs> friend. Like I need to go there. And then that was our first encounter. So yeah. I remember. So I remember too. Like I saw you were. I finally saw you. You were a couple rows back, and this bitch was like giving us a problem. Um, yeah, and this lady was, like, not letting you through. So I literally grabbed Griffin, and I pulled him. <laughs> I was like, fuck this bitch. I, like, pulled him. I literally. was like, fuck this. she was like, I, we got through, like, six years of people, and it's, like, the one row of people right before you. It was, like, us, literally. bitch, and you. I was like, lady, like. And she was not having it at all. I hope we ruined her night. <laughs> <laughs> she went she home and listened to, what's that song by Lord Everyone Talks About Ribs? Um, I think it's Royals. I don't no, know. No, there's like a really uh, depressing song, apparently. I swear to God, it's called Ribs. I it's probably, shockingly. They are all kind of depressing, but she, I don't even know where she's been. She's like fell twice a year. She's like in Antarctica or something. I don't know. That's a vibe. Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, honestly, like at this point. Antarctica yeah. scares me. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like it just unexplored. But also, if it could be like imagining being in Antarctica <laughs> with like a big, like, like fur, like bra and thong, like and just like stomping through the icebergs. I'm I'm like that. I, I do that shit in Vermont. <laughs> Yo, I cannot. <laughs> At least y'all. I can get like some fresh maple syrup. <laughs> Go snowboard. Oh God, like, and maple syrups like dripping down the titties and like a <laughs> hey, period. I love that. Yeah, a new I photo feel like concept. if I did a photo shoot, it would be that. I It'd be like this. me covered in like McNuggets or like McDonald's pancakes. And- okay, but I stand. <laughs> Yo, I Sitting there laying lay down, looking like the fucking, looking like Grimace. <laughs> I love how, Kayla, I love how you're just like sitting there drinking a twisted tea right now. That's, you're such a mood. Like meanwhile, I'm just waiting to hit the jazz cabbage a little bit, you know? <laughs> I feel like every time Kayla and I record, she has a drink and like a bong with her or something. It's a mood. I do, and it's I always feel like, it's a mood. First time we recorded, I had this fucking hat on too. Yes, we did. You're right. You're right. You're I, right. I love the hat with the background. It's it right? really is it's a vibe. Totally. Like I look like I'm just going exploring or some shit. Hell yeah. I look like I'm related to a 
fuck? What's their names? The guy. Oh my god, Steve Irwin. Oh my god, stop! I can't. I feel like I'm part of the Irwin family, or like the fucking not the Dingleberries. What's their name? What the fuck is their oh, name? Oh, the, the the Flintstones. The wild thorn. Oh no, the wild thorn. Why did I say the, the Flintstones? I gotta go to bed. Flintstones. No, bitch. The wild thornberries, and they got the little kid, uh, Donnie, and he just goes like. Do you not know who I'm no, talking I'm, about? I don't know. I'm trying to I don't, think. I don't know who. Oh, my God. When we're done with this, I'm sending you a video of Donnie, like, immediately. Yes, please, please, please. <laughs> That's, like, I, my brain all the time. Actually, yeah. that was my brain this morning trying to, like, sober up. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think we could end it here. This was an incredible intellectual conversation between you both. And I can't, you. I can't thank you both enough for coming on, especially you, Griffin. We need to catch of up course. more. Like it's, it's been way too long. We need to like hang out or whatever. Yeah. And once again, I really can't wait to see your work when it's done. I can't wait to see like what you do after you finish yeah. school. Really, you are such a creative wonderful person to know i'm glad i know you and glad that we're still staying connected to this day and i really just wish you luck in your future kayla you're amazing as always thank you so much for coming on i can't wait to talk all the time so she's trying to pull shit out of her ass and throw in here real quick (laughs) text kayla in the middle of the night like holy fuck i'm dying on the toilet right now or some shit like (laughs) but meanwhile i'm telling you how much like i appreciate you but yeah kayla kayla thank you so much and uh (laughs) i can't wait to see like what we bring to the table this season it's gonna be really great so thank you guys so much again and thank you everybody wear what the fuck you want that's it whatever you want yeah even if it's nothing (laughs) pour maple syrup on your titties for sure pour maple syrup on your titties yeah that's what i got out of this yeah i mean wash it after or have someone look it off because you know that's money going to waste too Mm, yeah (laughs)